My point of view. We were headed to the cafe when I started to feel anxious. As we arrived, Yejin turned over to me and asked me what was wrong. Me. I don't know. Something just doesn't feel right. I stopped as I looked up and saw Kevin standing by the cafe. I grabbed Yejin's hand and she turned to see him and got angry. Yejin, what the hell does he want now? She got out of the car angrily and I couldn't help but feel that there was something worse than Kevin here. I slowly got out of the car and went over to them. As I approached, my heart stopped upon hearing Kevin's next words. Kevin, they're here. I didn't... Yejin, what do you mean? Kevin, what did you do? My heart stopped and I felt a knot in my throat. Kevin, I didn't do anything, I swear. He finally turned to see me with tears forming in his eyes. But I wasn't worried about him or considering his feelings or intentions. I was just scared. But before we could say anything else, the fans from the other day came wanting me to keep our deal. I tried to act normal and smiled at them. Me. Of course, I didn't forget. Don't worry, I always keep my promises. Fan 1. We know where they're recording today. Come with us. I nodded and turned to look at Yejin and Kevin, who were also trying to hold back their feelings. Yejin, as a thank you for your help and understanding, come back and I'll give you guys some free drink coupons, okay? They nodded happily and pulled on my arm to take me back to their taxi that was waiting for us. I was trying to stay calm, but my anxiety was building up more and more. We arrived at the restaurant where they were recording and I saw the parade of reporters there acting crazier than fangirls. I spotted Changu and I felt my heart sink. I tried to act normal and smiled at him, but I just couldn't keep my emotions in check. I turned to face the fans, still debating whether or not to tell the truth. One thing was to face the fans together, but another thing was to drag him into my mess. The people after me were more dangerous than just a bunch of jealous and immature fans. The fans would eventually get over it, but apparently Gwen couldn't. I thought she had moved on from Kevin. Why is she so persistent? I started to speak, but suddenly Yobon came and told him the truth. I looked at him and grew even more worried. What if Gwen tries to hurt you? Or cause a scandal? But he brought me in for a hug and I just couldn't figure out what to do. I felt so conflicted and my head was beginning to hurt. I kept trying to play out the different scenarios and come up with ways to protect him, but no matter how much I thought about it, the one conclusion I kept coming to was that we would have to break up. That would be the only way to protect him and the others. We went inside and I mustered up the courage to tell them what was going on and after the manager asked if there was anything that could harm them. Just as they were in the middle of talking about it, the fans came in and told them about Gwen and her crew actually showing up at the cafe. They tried to stay calm but I just couldn't sit still. I was anxious and scared but I suddenly went after them. I told them to upload my side of the story hoping that it would be enough to stop them from doing anything. I didn't know what else to do, but I figured that maybe that would be one way to slow them down before figuring out what else to do. As I told my story again, I just couldn't stay focused. It felt different explaining my story for the camera, like if they were documenting me or something. I tried to hold back my tears as much as I could and managed to finish my story, but as soon as the camera turned off, I couldn't hold back anymore. I felt the girls come over and pat my back, then Changu grabbed my hands and I looked at him. I'm sorry I'm dragging you into this. You deserve so much more. He wiped away my tears and I just felt even more guilty. He helped me stand up and as he and the others talked, I just couldn't stay focused. I started doubting if I had actually done the right thing. I kept worrying if something was actually going to happen and if I was doing more harm by trying to protect him. The next thing I knew, we were at my apartment and I motioned for him to come in. I wanted to talk to him, to tell him how we should just stay as friends, but I couldn't find my words. Maybe because it was something I didn't want to do, but I just felt so sorry towards him. 
He was doing his best for me, but I felt like I wasn't doing enough. All the overthinking I was doing made me feel so exhausted and I just let myself fall asleep to avoid the responsibility. I woke up a few hours later. The room was completely dark and I had almost forgotten that Changu was there until I felt the bed move. I turned to see his head resting on his arms on the side of my bed. He looked just as exhausted and I reached over to move the hair from his forehead. I stared at his features, memorizing how he looked at that moment. His breathing was so soft and he looked just like a baby sleeping. It made my heart ache seeing him look so peaceful, but knowing our relationship wouldn't be. I reached over and grabbed my phone and checked my messages. Yejin, hey, are you okay? Nothing has happened, right? Changu just messaged me. Text me when you wake up. Me, sorry, are you okay? I closed that chat and opened up another. Hongsook, Nuna, don't worry. You know we promised to help you. Kino, nothing bad is going to happen. We won't let it. Hongsook, just rest up. Kino, you are tougher than you realize. You're a survivor and a fighter. Hongsook, mm. you and Yeji Nuna are the toughest women we know. My eyes teared up as I read their encouragement, but I still felt so guilty that they were having to worry about me when they shouldn't have to. They had their own responsibilities and their career to worry about. It wasn't fair to them to get involved with them. Me. Guys, please don't get involved. I wouldn't be able to live with myself if something happened to you. They're dangerous. I can't let you guys get hurt. Please, promise me you won't do anything. Just focus on your work. I closed the chat and hesitated before opening Kevin's chat. Kevin, Danny, please believe me. I didn't know they'd follow me back. I really thought she had forgotten about me. Danny, just please come back to me and we can get through this together. I promise I won't let you down again. I closed his chat and put my phone back when Changu woke up. Changu, are you okay? Is something wrong? Me. Changu, I... He sat up and reached for my face. I felt his warm hand on my cheek as a few tears ran down my cheek. He sat on the edge of the bed and helped me sit up. As soon as I did, he brought me in for a tight hug. Changu, I'll fight for you no matter what. I felt his heart beating steadily and only managed to nod. I just couldn't bring myself to let him go no matter how scared I was about what was to come. He pulled away slightly and cupped my face as he stared at my face. So many emotions were being conveyed between us even though neither of us were speaking, but I guess we just knew what we both were feeling. I put my hands over his as they lingered on my face. He suddenly leaned in for a kiss and I closed my eyes. I felt as if a fire had been ignited in the pit of my stomach that slowly rose to my chest. His kiss was soft, but it felt so passionate and so sincere. I removed his hands from my face and wrapped them around me instead. I pulled him closer to me and felt my mind go completely blank. It was just as at that moment, and that's all that mattered. I felt how much he liked me and how sincere he was about everything he had ever said. I felt safe in his embrace, and the anxiety started to slowly melt away. Before anything else could happen, we heard my phone ring, and I pulled away shyly to check it, thinking it was Yejin. Yejin, you shouldn't be worried about me. You know everything's fine with me. I'm worried about you. The shock must have been too much. I closed the cafe for a few days. That should slow them down for a while. Me, don't. Let them go. Yejin, hey, are you out of your mind? After what they did to you, why would you want them to find you? Me, if I keep running away, this will never end. Yejin, but you shouldn't be reckless. Danny, let's figure something out first. Just then, I got messages from the boys too, and I decided to have them all in the same chat. Hongso. Nuna, why don't you want our help? Kino, we can't let you face them alone. Changu took the phone away from me and read through all the messages. He suddenly grew frustrated and looked at me. I couldn't bring myself to face him. I just looked down at my hands. 
Changu. Danny, as much as I respect you and want to support your choices, I just can't agree with you wanting to face them alone. He put my phone down and the messages continued to flood in. He grabbed my shoulders and stared directly into my eyes. Changu, we face them together, no matter what. I won't let anything happen to you.